What is up, everyone, and welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on the Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way. Make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, do me a favor and hit the like button for me because every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. Wouldn't you know it, NFL football is back. Right now, the Chiefs and Lions are playing if you are watching this live. So, by the way, excuse the a little bit late start. When it's big games like this, we're probably going to be doing this. Uh, I know that you guys are also watching Chiefs versus the Lions, or at least most of you will be. So I want to give you some space so then we can really be comfortable throughout halftime. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks so much for tuning into the show tonight. Man, the Cowboys are playing the Giants. And boy, are we excited about it. Uh, it's been a long time since the Cowboys played regular season football or relevant football for that matter. The last time that they did, it was a disappointing one because it was the time that they lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional round of the playoffs. So now the Cowboys get a chance of starting anew, and they're going to be doing it with new players. They are going to be doing it with, I don't want to say, well, yeah, a revamped coaching staff at the end of the day. Uh, defensively, it's pretty much the same operation. There were some changes here and there. George Edwards is gone, for example. Offensively, though, it is Mike McCarthy's team. So new offensive architect behind the Cowboys, new offensive line coach, new quarterbacks coach. It is a new regime for Dak Prescott. And tonight, that's what I wanted to start with. On Sunday night, we will see a quote-unquote version, a quote-unquote new version of Dak Prescott. And one of the things that I've been thinking about the most leading up to the game is how different is that version of Dak going to be? And I pose this question from several, several point of views. The number one question that I have regarding that is, is he really going to change his risk approach at all? Or is it going to be the same Dak Prescott that is not afraid to push the ball downfield? And let me know in the chat, what do you think about that? Do you think we'll see a more risk-averse Dak Prescott, a less risk-averse Dak Prescott, or is it going to be more or less the same? Let me know in the chat, what are you thinking in that sense? Because for an entire offseason, we've been talking about the interceptions. And I get it. He was one of the leaders in picks in the NFL in 2022. It is worth a conversation. But I don't think we'll see a very different version in terms of how many risks he takes. Because when Dak was going through what you could call a rough patch of interceptions, whether all of them were on him, whether none of them were or partly what he was to blame from for some of those interceptions you gotta remember that mike mccarthy was the one saying in the press conferences we're not gonna ask him to 
stop taking those risks. And at one point it was, I want him to keep pulling the trigger. He didn't want ever Dak Prescott to stop taking those risks. So I don't think first and foremost, he's going to stop pushing the ball downfield that way. So that's one of the main things that I wanted to talk about today. It's the first time that we'll see Dak Prescott's new offense. And I believe he has a chance to thrive against the Giants. And we'll get into why in a moment here. But first, I want to read your comments in the chat, starting by Roger Jones, because he he deserves for he, he deserves to be read. He probably needs it too. He says, go to bed, dump, but there you go. That's that's Roger's controversial. For, for tonight's show. got Had to read it. You guys know that. Uh, Toxic Tom, shout out to you, sir. Talking about the Tyron Smith injury. We will talk about that. Tyron Smith went on the injury report today, by the way, uh, with an ankle injury. We don't know much other than Michael Gelkin's report from the Dallas Morning News are saying that it was considered a minor deal. Hopefully, that is the case. People change, Sestino Santiago, I don't know if that's about uh, Tyron. I think, yeah, I think it's about that. Marcus Rowe, welcome into the show. Dak will have better odds, says Marcus in the chat. Guru says that there will be less risk-taking from Dak Prescott in 2023. Some risk-taker, uh, same risk-taker, says Travis Powers. The better wide receiving room will help the interception problem. And that is... One of the big things about this new offense, right? It's different from a personnel point of view. And when push comes through sh to shove, that is going to be what really marks the difference on offense for the Cowboys. And specifically, the reason why I believe the Cowboys can beat the Giants on Sunday night. We talked a lot about some matchups yesterday. We talked about some offensive line versus defensive line affairs, right? Like uh, Kayvon Thibodeau versus Tyron Smith or Micah Parsons versus Andrew Thomas. But we didn't talk about the perimeter stuff maybe as much as we should have. The Giants are going to be starting two rookie cornerbacks against the Cowboys on Sunday night because they are going with Deontay Banks, who was one of the highest-graded rookie prospects entering the 2023 NFL Draft. And on the other side, you're going to get Trey Hawkins. On the, on the nickel, it's going to be a Dory Jackson, probably facing C.D. Lamb most of the time. And you got to feel good about that, in my opinion. It's going to be CD versus the cornerback that he's dominated in the past because it was a very productive 2022 season for CD when lining up across from Adori. Even in the game where Cooper Rush was throwing him the football, CD Lamb, CD Lamb chined. There was the big drop. I, I'm sure you remember that drop right towards the left sideline. Inexcusable, but he still went for over 50 yards versus Adori Jackson. He moved the chains like four or five times, scored a touchdown. Big game for CD versus Adori. And now maybe Adori is not going to get a lot of help because the Giants are also going to be worried about giving their outside cornerback some help because they're going to be rookies facing Brandon Cooks and Michael 
Gallup. And I believe that is going to be a huge matchup that favors the Cowboys on Sunday night. It's just a lot of firepower on offense versus the Giants defense. And I even wonder if Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, who loves to run cover zero, loves to run man coverage, I wonder if he's going to tone it down versus the Cowboys. And that would be a major compliment, I believe, to the Cowboys receivers and even to Dak Prescott, where the Giants go, you know what? I want to drop back into coverage. I want to have safeties helping out my boundary cornerbacks. Maybe I don't want to blitz Dak as much as I would any other QB because we know that Prescott does very well against blitzers. So we'll we'll be um, following this very closely. By the time the game starts, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game. But I do see that matchup being one of the biggest reasons why the Cowboys will thrive on offense. Shout out to Rick Pellman over on Facebook was only off by 11 years, but honestly, I do look closer to 13 years old than I do to 24 years old. So I, I see where he's coming from. Shout out to Rick. Thank you for tuning in. Toxic says, I bet that Tyler Smith plays. Man, at this point, I really don't know because it's not going to probably change until the weekend comes around because Mike McCarthy did say that uh, Saturday was essentially going to be the day where they decided if the rookie, not not rookie, uh, second year, excuse me, offensive line goes or not. Going to be fun. Hopefully, hopefully we do get Tyler Smith because he could be a matchup necessity for the Cowboys as they gear up to face Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. In my opinion, one of the best defensive line duos in the entire NFL. Marcus Rose says, I hope that Wink does blitz Dak like that, Mauricio. And I do too. Uh, but with, with Martindale, the smart move would probably not do it. But it's in his blood. Like, who is Wink Martindale if he isn't blitzing quarterbacks and playing cover zero and playing man coverage? So hopefully we get that version but if he deviates from all that, it's going to be a massive tip of the hat for Dak Prescott. Uh, he was asked about Dak earlier in the week, by the way, and he had nothing but respectful things to say about him. He talked about how he had mastered his offense. If it's worth anything, he essentially said that he expects more of the same in terms of what the Cowboys are going to do offensively because he made a comment along the lines of, I know it's Schottenheimer's in McCarthy's offense now, but it's going to be mostly the same for Dallas. So I would say that is in line with our own expectations. Like we've said, we're going to see some play calling tendency changes and we're going to see some detailed, nuanced stuff that is going to change. It's not like the Cowboys are going to go out there and look like the Kansas City Chiefs on offense or the Detroit Lions who are going at it right now as we speak. So... Brandon Cooks, big game for him. If you ask me about my players to watch, I would have to start with Brandon Cooks. That is the obvious answer, right? But man, his connection with Dak Prescott to me is going to be 
one of the biggest things to watch also from the new Dak, quote unquote. I don't want to see say that he is new because I don't want to come off as saying that we'll see a revamped version of himself. But on this new offense, how is he going to look? And one of those things is his chemistry with Brandon Cooks. I want to hear his cadence. Cowboys insider Michael Gelkin talked about it uh, when we had him on the show earlier in the week. And he was talking about how it's going to be tough to notice, like if unless you're a diehard fan who is into hearing the cadence from the quarterback. For those of you who are unfamiliar, that's basically the set of words that the quarterback says right before the snap. So for Dak Prescott, it's always been, here we go, wide 80, set hat, right? Now, it's likely going to be different. Not the words themselves, but the pace of it and how the Cowboys try to manipulate defenses. Because that the cadence works for all of that, right? You're trying to draw the defense off sides. You're trying to do uh, a whole bunch of stuff to have them tip their hand. Are they rotating safeties? Are they bringing pressure? Are they not? Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a very small, tiny detail, but that's something to watch. I want to see how frequently the Cowboys throw the football in early downs. And again, like I said earlier in the show, is Dak Prescott going to be himself or is it going to be a more risk-averse version of himself? Which I'm going to say I would hate that because Dak is who he is because he takes those um, risks. He pushes the ball downfield. He is willing to do it at a consistent level, even if it means doing it in routes where the receiver also needs to get the read right, which was an issue last year at times. So now we'll we'll move on to what Brandon Cooks can do, right, for the Cowboys and have that chemistry with Dak Prescott right away, which we are hoping he does have. Toxic Tom says, I'm just so excited to see an offense with an identity and a staff that is on the same page. One band, one sound. You know, suggesting what we kind of suspected at times last year that Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore didn't see eye to eye. I mean, I think that Mike McCarthy even admitted to that after the season was over, not in a hostile way, mind you, but still, it's obvious that they're going to look at the game differently when they come from different schools of thought, right? Tino says, I think you're right. Marcus, no excuse this year either. We have built a good team. It really is a good team, man. It really is. And speaking of that, let me know in the chat before we get into the predictions, who are your players or your player, if you have only one, to watch versus the New York Giants? Who is one player that you are excited about on Sunday night. Let me know in the comments whether you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, and I'll tell you my number one guy right away. It's Oza Odigizua, defensive tackle for the Cowboys. We know what he can do. We know that he's one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL, honestly. And he is somebody that could wreck the game on Sunday. We know about Micah facing Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas, the same for the Marcus Lawrence. But the Giants' interior offensive line is its weakest point, especially at the guard position. 
John Michael Smith, the center who is a rookie, even as a rookie, could be perceived as a strength for the Giants, not the guards. And Ozo Dijisua should have himself a day against that group of players. You know, you've got Breederson on the left side. You've got Glowinski on the right side, both ranked uh, out of the top 30 by PFF last year. He can deal some damage from the inside and you can do so much stuff with eye candy. You can roll out. You can do a whole lot of stuff. But if that three technique is getting pressure, all of that does not matter that much. And if you're worried about him and you're worried about Hankins and Masi, however they rotate into the game, how many one-on-one -on -one looks do we get from Micah? And how many one-on-one -on -one looks do we get for Demarcus Lawrence? Also, something that I'm very excited about by the time by the time the game starts on Sunday night. Some of your answers though here really quickly before I get to my other two. Ronnie goes with Tyler. Toxic goes with Dak. He is the key to John Connor to get us out of this 30-year purgatory. Marcus Rowe goes with Deuce Vaughn. Boom. I gotta know how much we'll see Deuce Vaughn play in the regular season. I am really intrigued about that, man. I really am. Because we know Rico is number two. So how much of a committee is this? And we might get an early answer in week one. Colin goes with Brandon Cooks. I'm excited to finally have a legit burner. <laughs> Gregory says Cooks. Rotness goes with O-line. Guru goes with Tony Pollard. Jason goes with Massey Smith. Let's see here. Dowdle for Travis. See what he can do against that really good defensive line. Kind of help out if the Cowboys are missing out on Ozo Dijisu. Well, that's going to be something to watch, by the way. Not Ozo, excuse me, Tyler. If the Cowboys are missing out on Tyler Smith, are they getting a lot of help from the running backs in pass pro? Are they staying in most of the time? It's going to be six-man pro versus that Giants pass rush. Uh, really looking forward to seeing how they deal with that if it comes to it. Uh, if Tyler cannot go... And then you're now worried about Tyron Smith as well. Not fun, man. Not fun. We knew about the lack of offensive line depth and seeing it be tested in week one is not fun. Hopefully both Tyler and Tyron are ready to go by game time. Some other comments from you, though. Parsons for Jason. A lot of interesting answers here. Jeremiah goes with uh, CD, and I respect the heck out of that answer o-line for ines my next one and this is one that we have barely talked about honestly has to be kicker brandon aubrey one thing is to want to know how he's doing in training camp and another thing is to want to know how he's doing in the preseason for kickers though regular season football is what really paints the picture because we know it's a mental position and now that the games can come down to a field goal kick, you know the stakes are different. Mike McCarthy compared Aubrey today to Mason Crosby. He talked about the power that he has on his leg. He talked about how he can do many kicks, right? He, he mentioned that he had an arsenal of kicks. And he compared him to Super Bowl champion Mason Crosby, who once broke the hearts of Cowboys fans, as you guys know. But I thought that was an interesting comp, maybe a promising one. 
it's one of those situations where we won't know until we know. Sunday might be the first time that we do. Hopefully, it's not that close of a game. But I want to see how Aubrey does himself in every situation. So I'm talking extra points, short field goals, medium field goals, long field goals. We saw him nail a 59 jarther versus the Las Vegas Raiders. But also, how often do the Cowboys want to see him in the first place? Because for those of you who don't remember, the Cowboys revamped their analytics department, the football operations department. It's completely new. They brought people from other football teams like the Indianapolis Colts, who is the director, John Park. He's going to be leading off the department for the Cowboys in 2023. To give you an idea, John Park was in the headset of Frank Reich when he was in Indianapolis. He was in the headset of Frank Reich on game days, helping with game time decisions. So are the Cowboys going to embrace that to what degree? Is it going to be a very aggressive team on fourth down? Is it going to be much more aggressive than last year? Or is it going to be more about, uh, more about game management with Mike McCarthy taking on the play calling duties and maybe he wanting him some help in decisions like asking for a timeout, uh, knowing whether or not to spike the football, all that kind of stuff. Or are we going to see Dallas be more aggressive on fourth down and go for it more often? Uh, to give you an idea of how complex and diverse that analytics team is, they brought somebody from the Tampa Bay Rays. That's right, the Major League Baseball team that's been uh, revolutionary in terms of analytics and their implementation of it. And they brought him to the Cowboys to a different sport to try to get him to help. So revamped analytics department, we won't see them play, but we might see them impact what happens on the field. So indirectly, that's something that I want to see from Aubrey as well. How often is his name called in situations where it could be called? And finally, the Mon Clark. This is a game where Clark needs to show up. The Cowboys are going to stretch the field horizontally. They're going to throw the football quickly to Darren Waller, quickly to Saquon Barkley. Don't be surprised if those two are the leaders in targets above any other wide receiver. And Damon Clark, how smooth that he does he look like in year two of his career? He was, I think we underrate how impressive he was as a rookie. Came back after the offseason, came back in the middle of the year and started playing some quality football, honestly, at linebacker. Maybe it wasn't rookie of the year caliber football, but he was doing his job. How does he look like? Now with a healthy offseason, with a full year of preparation and one year of NFL experience, looking forward to seeing that as well. Let's see what you guys have to say, though, in the chat. Ryan says, how do you think the games are going to go? They're saying it might rain. I'm cool with it. I think that we're better on the ground if it does. Yeah, the rain, the rain is always tough because... Many teams do not shy away from throwing the football in the rain. It's more about the winds and the speed of the wind. So even if we get some water in the game, I believe the Cowboys are going to stick to a relatively relatively healthy dose of passing the football. 
but it obviously affects the game a little bit if there is rain involved because it even impacts how the defense changes direction, right, versus the run game. And I would think that the Giants would like to run on Dallas. I think that would be their mindset if it rains for sure. Marcus Rose says, wait a minute. Did I hear Mauricio say that he was 24 years old? Uh, you might have said. You, you might have heard that, Marcus, because I am. <laughs> I know that I don't look like it. I know it. I know it. But I am 24 years old. I <laughs> can't do anything about it. <laughs> but yeah. But are you older than Sky, says Colin. That is the test, says Colin. Uh, but he was saying that to, to Marcus <laughs> Mo, I agree on the linebackers without Wilson, says Gregory. And hopefully Wilson plays. He did miss practice for the second day today, but he was welcoming a newborn into his family. So congratulations to Dono. Uh, not entirely sure what the expectations are for him, knowing that. Stavi says, Mauricio, there will be a day when you'll be happy you look young. Trust me. And, you know, when I was 17, when I was 16 years old, the legal drinking age in Mexico is 18 years old. So the day that I was 17, 16, I hated looking so young. By the time I was 18, I was like, eh, I'll only care if I ever go to the United States on a vacation trip or maybe eventually to Vegas, etc. Once I turned 21, I really stopped caring. I... I find the questions about my age pretty hilarious every time, which is why I always get to them and why I always like to answer them because I know it's freaky. <laughs> but anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to predict the game for the first time this year. It is time for a first score prediction and thus time for very first betting the Cowboys segment of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, betting the Cowboys. My pick for week one of the 2023 Cowboys season is the Dallas Cowboys minus three and a half points. The rules for those of you who are new here are I cannot bet extremely negative odds. So basically, I try to stay away from anything that's under minus 110 in the betting world i think this spread is a little bit sneaky it being above three on the road makes the cowboys significant favorites entering this game they need to win by more than a field goal for us to cash this one in but i think the cowboys have a lot going for them if we talk about the game script we talk about the cowboys potentially having to deal with some up absences in the offensive line hopefully only one because it's if it's tyron and tyler out for the game then we're in trouble but as long as there is one of them in there i believe the cowboys should be fine the giants have a good defensive line of course let's give them that but the cowboys have managed to overcome overcome those offensive line absences in the past and i have no reason to believe they won't do it against a weak secondary. I will say uh, it's a promising one maybe for the Giants, but you're starting two rookies versus Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. It's not going to be pretty in that sense. Now, defensively speaking, 
Cowboys have the best unit in the NFL, in my opinion. And you are facing them with Darren Waller as your best pass catcher. Kim or Saquon Barkley shouldn't be pretty for the Giants. It should be a clear win for Dallas, in my opinion. Can it be tough because it's a divisional game? For sure, it really can be. I'm going with the Cowboys 28-20 to to win this game on the road. Open up with a win. Do it on the road. And start on the right foot. Cowboys are facing the 29th offensive line in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. 29th offensive line in the league. It's a lot of question marks for Daniel Jones's protection up front. A lot of question marks. And I believe the Cowboys will thrive on that. Let me know if you like or dislike, though, my bet. And if you are going with the Cowboys. Let's get to it. 37-17 to 17 for Gregory. There you go. 24-17 Texans is Eastside Harold. Wait, what? 35-20 Dallas is Tino. Toxic says, Mo, good teams get the W. Great teams cover the spread. That is freaking right, Toxic Tom. That is the way to think, ladies and gentlemen. 28-13, Marcus Rowe goes with the Cowboys. We'll take it slow and work out the kinks on the tiny giants. <laughs> Cowboys 28-23 says Katharina. What else do we have here? Get to go. My dumb bet. Bet on the Lions is Rodney's next chapter. Man, it looked good. It looked good on that drive when they went for it. They're still in it, of course, 14-7 to at halftime. Should be a very fun second half. I'll let you watch it in pass. In peace, excuse me. Ryan says, you the man, Mo. Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. 42-13 for Jason, 31-17 for Russell. Thank you all for sharing your predictions in the chat. You know what would be fun, though? If the Giants put up a fight. Obviously, we want the Cowboys to win. But it could set up for a fun division race if the Giants show up in a big way. Because we've been talking about Cowboys versus Eagles all offseason long. The Giants have, have some stuff going for them. Waller is legit. Brian Dable is definitely legit. They've got a very good coaching staff, in my opinion, there in New York. So could be a fun one. We'll see how the weather behaves. And I'll see you on Monday night. Because on Sunday, you know, game day shows. You know that there's no prime time when it's a primetime game. The irony, right? But I'll see you on Monday night, 8 p.m. Central. And we'll be talking a lot about the game. So see you then and enjoy the rest of the NFL kickoff and enjoy week one. We made it. Football is back. I appreciate you tuning into the show every single night, ladies and gentlemen. Muchísimas gracias. Nos vemos el lunes.